Welcome, or welcome back to episode 80 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Yeah, how are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even occasional comic, then uh, we've got the show for you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it is. Episode 80. Mm-hmm. That's, for some reason, that feels bigger than 79. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's big. <laughs> but not quite as big as 81. Mm-mm. Not yet. Right in that that's sweet spot. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Mm, I got a spot sweet, for you that's sweet. More sweet than you'd ever the candy realize. shop. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you remember that video? You ever see that music video? Uh-uh. 2004 Colin was bricked for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just just old enough to get bricked, but just young enough to not come, you know? <laughs> that Talk about the sweet spot right there. That's the sweet You're spot. You're jacking off no mess. <laughs> oh, man. The glory days. <laughs> Oh, man. Now I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> now your shame is visible, you know? <laughs> You're just like, oh, what have I done? What is this? <laughs> I'm an animal. <laughs> Remember the first time? You're like, oh, no. <laughs> it changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> devastated. <laughs> now I got to do something about this. Oh, no. Oh, oh mama. <laughs> oh, mama. <laughs> Uh, this week we decided that we're going to talk about adaptations that are needed, whether it be <coughs> something that we're just like, oh man, that would make a really good movie, video yeah. game, TV show, mm-hmm. um, or if it's something that has been adapted before, isn't off the table, mm-hmm. even if it's just something that we're like, you know what, I'd like to see them give that a crack. It's been 20 years since yeah. they did that. They're going to reboot something, you know, at least make it something you're like, you know what needs Don't a reboot? Re- that, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, so we just, that was an I- idea that one of us came to, I think. We kind of came to it together, and then we're like, you know what? That's that really sounds good. like that sounds like an idea that we want to talk about. Uh, so we're gonna give that a crack this week. Uh, not a ton in the news this week, but I do have a few things for you that excited me or I thought were interesting. Okay. We've got a little bit of uh, drama in the gaming space. Uh oh. Um, so we're gonna talk about that. Uh, the Sims Five. We got some more news from that that doesn't necessarily excite me. Um, no. We got a few trailers actually. Uh, for TV shows and movies that, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Well, I'll, I'll take it to leave. Mm-hmm. Mostly shows, actually. we got three series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, then I figure we'll just get into our adaptations. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to start with? Trailers, Sims 5, or gaming drama? Think about the ga- gaming drama. It's like gaming drama. Uh, do you know what Unity is? <laughs> Unity! Unity! Another game no, developer. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, they're uh, an engine. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. And they're really popular in like the indie game space mm-hmm. because it's pretty open source. Um, and it's a nice uh, you know engine to develop in and things like that. So you'll see a lot of either like free games, you know, or it's just an indie game, just download this or whatever. Um, or, you know, even some larger games will be built on Unity. Yeah. The difference between it and Unreal Engine is you pay for you can you can do the free version of Unity or you can pay to get all the developer package and then you can just fully you just have a lifetime I have Unity now, right? Yeah. Well Unity has come out and said, Hey, we are gonna introduce uh what they're calling um I forget what the exact phrasing was, install fees. Okay. So essentially the way it's gonna work is uh, yeah, it's called the Unity Runtime Fee. So I'm getting a lot of this from IGN because they had a pretty decent write-up on it. Uh, the new pricing model is going to apply to developers who reach a certain amount of installs and revenue. So basically, here's the, the quote from uh, Unity. They say, 
Uh, we are introducing a Unity runtime fee that is based upon each time a qualifying game is downloaded by an end user. So that'd be you or I, right? Mm -hmm. The person downloading the video game. Unity's announcement reads in part, we chose this because each time a game is downloaded, the Unity runtime is also installed. Also, we, we believe that an initial install-based fee allows creators to keep the ongoing financial gains from player engagement, unlike a revenue share. So the way this works is uh, the developer is going to get the fee okay. for me downloading the game that was built on Unity. So the developer is going to get charged a fee every time it gets installed. Oh my god! Now, granted, it is past the you know the the mark is like uh, I believe it was a million dollars, and so it is a million dollars. But then it's also it's either that or a certain number of downloads. Okay, whichever comes first, comes. right? Me, <laughs> I always come first. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so like one of the takes is from Agro Crab, which they're they're developing a game, and they say, "Hey gamers, today Unity, the engine we use to make our games, announced that they'll soon be taking a fee from developers for every copy of the game installed over a certain threshold, regardless of how that copy was obtained." Guess who has a somewhat highly anticipated game coming to Xbox Game Pass in 2024? That's right, it's us and a lot of other developers. That means another. Uh, that means another Crab's Treasure, which is their game, will be free to install for the 25 million Game Pass subscribers. It's a fraction of those. If a fraction of those users download our game, Unity could take a fee that puts an enormous dent in our income and threatens the sustainability of our business. <clears throat> and that's before we even think about sales on other platforms or pirated installs of our game or even multiple installs by the same user. Because that's the thing. It's every time you install it. So if I get a new computer or I have multiple computers or I just deleted it and went, you know what? That was a fun game. I'm going to reinstall that. Mm -hmm. That's a second download. That's a third, fourth, fifth download. Oh, my God. Uh, so they say this decision puts us and countless other studios in a position where we might not be able to justify using Unity for our future titles. Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, if these changes aren't rolled back, we'll be heavily considering abandoning our wealth of Unity expertise we've accumulated over the years and starting from scratch in a new engine, which is really something we'd rather not do. On behalf of the dev community, we're calling on Unity to reverse the latest in a string of short-sighted decisions that seem to prioritize their shareholders over their product's actual users. I fucking hate it here. Good. Uh, and that is, they are not alone. So there's several. I want to kind of go through and hit on some of the major ones I saw. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to see here. So Unity further lays out the minimum revenue and install count to qualify with different thresholds for developers using Unity Personal slash Unity Plus, Unity Pro, and Unity Enterprise. For smaller indie developers who use Unity Personal slash Unity Plus, they'll have to pay Unity 20 cents per install once their game passes $200,000 in revenue over the last 12 months, or, or and or 200,000 life-to-date installs. This new policy has caused a lot of backlash, obviously. So, especially raising concerns in free-to-play games, charity bundles, and more. So, because if it's a free-to-play game, yeah. I'm not making any money on yeah, it. Yeah, how the fuck is that going to... I'm just... I'm getting charged to release this so, game. <clears throat> so, one developer po tweets... Make a game. Game is freemium, which is like a free game where you can pay. Like Apex. Yeah, exactly. You can buy stuff. Uh, so, yeah, make a game. Game is freemium. Game makes 200000 from in-app purchases after being installed 3 million times. 
I now owe Unity 20 cents per 2.8 million installs, which is 560000 know, $560, That's 360000 more than we made. So I can end up lo- basically owing, losing, money. losing money on this game be- just because I use Unity to make it. Um, obviously, uh, one of the other big things here is somebody says, I bet Steam, Epic, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft will love having waves of developers pulling their games. Intersloth has always paid Unity appropriately for licenses and services we use. I'm not a discourse guy, but this is undue and will force my hand. Basically, I I'm, I can't afford for this to happen, so yeah. I'm going to pull my games. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so you've got a ton of people across the industry, you know, indie and big, going, no, fuck you. First yeah, of all, no. I already paid for the, the engine. You know, yeah. I paid to use it. You're the only one doing this. And you've got a ton of people going... Unreal Engine 5 is free. Yeah. You know? So, fuck it. Um, somebody says, so uh, do I just rebuild my whole game in a different engine? Spent a small fortune on pro licenses to develop the game over several years. Seems kind of insane that Unity can just throw this out there on a whim. There should They should at least refund the lifetime license costs for everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> They're not going to. Nope. And so Unity responds at least to the charity bundle and the malicious installation fears. Because that was a genuine fear, too, was... Okay, so then if we just decide, um, you know, that we don't like this developer for whatever reason, we can just all go download their game in mass and bankrupt them. Yeah. Right? You know, if it's a small developer and you just get a bunch of people together to go download this game and all of a sudden they owe Unity $360,000 and they go, I don't have that. Yeah. Oh, well. What'd they say? And so Unity says, this was in a statement to IGN. A spokesperson from Unity says, we do already have fraud detection practices in our ads technology, uh, which is solving a similar problem, so we will leverage that know-how as a starting point. Uh, We recognize that users will have concerns about this, and we will make available a process for them to submit their concerns to our fraud compliance team. So basically, you have to, after the fact, go, this isn't legitimate. And then they have to do an investigation, and you can only imagine how slow that process is. You know, I mean, it's like fucking putting fraud on your card, you know. There's an investigation, and what if they come back and go, ah, There's not enough we, here. yeah, we can't say that it was fraud. So then you're fucked. Uh, and I didn't know all this, so uh, further down, they talk about, yeah, so it says, folks who work on Epic Games' Unreal Engine uh, are capitalizing on Unity's bad day by pointing out that Unreal's 5% royalty model kicks in only after a game grosses a million dollars. So you've got 200000 at, uh, you know, Unity. Mm-hmm. And a million dollars at Unreal, and it's only five percent, you know. So, like they say, if you make if your game makes a million and one dollar, you owe us five cents, yeah. right? And then every dollar over that, you owe us five cents. Yeah, okay. But you've already made a million dollars, yeah. right? And so after that, you made your million, you're good, you're comfy. Yeah. But you have to make the money, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's not based on a download. No. It's based on a dollar value, which I guess if you're going to do it that way, that makes the most that sense. makes the most sense. Because then you do you run into the issue with like they talked about freemium games. So apparently, Unity has been under a lot of pressure, uh, laying off a lot of employees, and uh, Richie Tiello, who is like the the head, apparently came under fire in 2022 for referring to developers who don't focus on microtransactions as quote the biggest fucking idiots before apologizing. <laughs> Uh, apparently trust in the platform has been declining for years with many developers already talking about looking for alternatives Uh, and somebody they put a quote here now I can say unequivocally if you're starting a new game project do not use Unity 
if you started a project four months ago, it's definitely worth switching to something else. Unity is quite simply not a company to be trusted anymore. So you've got a lot of major developers wow. just going, well, guess Unity is not the move anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think this might be a... Because it's that point of you've already shit your pants yeah. in public. Even if you change your pants, you're still the guy who shit your pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> so even though you roll it back and make it, oh, okay, we've decided after you think it's much too consideration, late? I think it's too late. Mm. They've already publicly shit their pants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody knows that you shit your pants, regardless of if you changed them or not. Uh, and so people are, you know, you might still have some people go, all right, well, at least they're not doing that, so I'll still you know, use Unity because I like it. But the majority of people are going to go, okay, how long are they just going to wait for this to cool down and then come up with something else? Yeah. Yeah. I just can't trust them. I'm going to go with who I can trust. And so I'm sure Epic Games is over there fucking (laughs) rubbing their little fucking grimy hands together because they are who own Unreal. (laughs) And they're just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Come to me. And honestly, Unreal 5 is gorgeous. Yeah. So. It is. It's really pretty. It's a great engine. Excuse me. Take a little sip to wet the whistle. So, I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting because Unity started off with small indie developers. I was like, that's that's a good in. It's like, yeah, I'll use Unity. Yeah. You know? And Unity kind of has a look to it. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I can picture a Unity game. And so, for it to be like a big piece of, especially PC gaming to start, uh, for them to really kind of do that. Do that. <laughs> you know, like I said, shit the bed. <laughs> Oops. Uh, whoopsie daisy whoopsie daisy and they might be on the way out well it sucks to see <laughs> them go yeah sucks to see them treat me you know, treat developers that way yeah. but shine shine so sims 5 yes ea had a uh like i forget what they call it like behind the play or some shit like that um behind the sims that's what it is uh they had one of those today tuesday the 12th and they talked about Project Renee, which is the code name for the next Sims game, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think that they're not going to call it Sims 5. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it, it just call it Sims 5. I think, I think the next one should just be called like The Sims and then stop making them and just keep updating that one. So uh, EA confirmed that Project Renee will be, quote, free to download when it's ready. So, they say in their blog post, this means that when Project Renee is ready and fully open to players, you'll be able to join, play, and explore it without a subscription, a core game purchase, or energy mechanics. Meaning, like, in free-to-play games, you have to have energy to do stuff. Okay. Uh, so, in their blog post today, they said, we want, playing, uh, we want playing to be super easy for you to in, uh, invite or join friends and experience new features, stories, and challenges. So, we knew that it was going to be a multiplayer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, they're basically making it free-to-play. Which scares me. Microtransaction the fuck out of it. Yeah. That's not, and it's EA, bro. Exactly. Yeah. The Sims is already like j- bleeding you dry. Bundles off bundles off bundles and Sims packs. So the blog post says uh, that the next Sims game won't replace The Sims 4, but the two will exist side by side. So their quote is, we will continue to support both at the same time and we'll plan to bring more exciting content to The Sims 4 community for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of treating The Sims 4 like you're talking of just... That's, that's support. This is Sims. So yeah. support this because the base game of The Sims Four is free. Yeah, uh, they did that back in October. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing: they clarified that Project Renee won't begin with everything you have in The Sims Four, uh, but they add that they plan to add new experiences and content to Project Renee over time. So DLC. Yeah. Um, 
they promised to switch it up a bit. So, for example, this is the quote. Basic weather may be added to the core game for free for everybody, and in the future, a pack for a purchase may be focused on winter sports with activities like ice dancing or snowman building competitions. Um, I just, like you said, I really genuinely worry about a lot of microtransactions. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a bunch of microtransactions. Like I told Morgan, because she's a big simmer, and I am too. Uh, so am I. I love The Sims, man. <sighs> that sucks. I think... I won't even buy it, then. The free... Well, you don't buy it. Mm-mm. It's free. You don't buy it. Well, yeah, but like I'm <laughs> not going to play it. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, is do you install it, and then you've got like just the most basic stuff, and then you can pay to have different clothes and different that's decorations not, and different things like that. That's not what I want, though. I just no. want to play the fucking game. I just want The Sims. Yeah. Um, and which so this really, I think, oh man. So remember, I showed you that Paradox Interactive, who makes. Um, City Skylines and all that. Yeah, they have that life sim game coming out, which is called like Life by oh, You. Oh yeah, that looks. And that's good. coming out next spring, I believe. And then there's the indie game one um, called Paralives. Yeah, that you know at some point will be coming out. It's kind of slow development because it's a small team, smaller indie team. game. But I really think that it's like the <laughs> the the water is getting chummed pretty good for somebody to step in and replace the Sims. Yeah, of like okay, here's a glaring issue because like obviously. The Sims as a concept has a lot of promise. Yeah. Like, people play a life simulator. Yeah. People love simulated games to begin with, but yeah. then to be able to yeah, control have it. the freedom of life, right? Yeah. Just whatever you want to do. You can make stories in it and do whatever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so there's obviously promise in the concept, but then because, you know, EA kind of has, like, a corner on the market, well, they I get mean, to just nickel and dime the piss <clears> out of the user. Even like Stardew Valley, that was the next Harvest Moon. Yeah, because yeah. Because that one flopped. Yeah. And then boom, Stardew Valley dropped. And yeah. everyone's like, that's the one you that's want. That's it, yeah. And then now now it's a case of anything that comes out that's like inspired by Harvest Valley or uh, Harvest, Harvest Moon, Moon is, is, a, is a Stardew mm -hmm. sim. You know, mm -hmm. you're know, you like, oh, this is definitely Stardew Valley. Yep. Uh, and it's because they successfully did it. Because yeah, Harvest Moon it. used to be huge on the GameCube. Oh, yeah. And then I now mean, nobody knows. I had it on the fucking Game Boy, dude. The N64. Yeah, yeah dude. And then now, yeah, it's, it, it is Stardew Valley. It's Stardew Valley. Yeah, so and Stardew like, Valley is made by one guy. Yeah. Dude, it's such a good fucking game. Yeah. We got to hop back in. I know. Right and he's making um, The Haunted Chocolatier. He's working know. on another game. A word? Yeah. Concerned Ape. I was trying to think what his name, what his, like, name is that he goes by. Yeah, Concerned Ape is making the Haunted Chocolatier where, I don't know, it looks like you're running a chocolate factory of sorts. Uh -huh. uh, and you, like, can cook up your recipes and shit. And you have to, like, go gather the ingredients and shit. And there's, like, ghosts and stuff that you fight. Sounds but like then it's still got, like, the the RPG elements, like, <laughs> like how Stardew does of, like, romancing the locals <laughs> and, you know, and all that. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it's got the art style. A lot of people are like, is this like in the same world? You know what I mean? That'd be kind of funny to just a needless connected well, universe. Well, I mean, like, <coughs> it makes sense because there's spirits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and like started. slimes mm -hmm. and yeah. What up, slime? <laughs> just us in the mines. What up, slime? What up, slime? What it is, slime? Slicing snipe? them and dicing them. Snipe? What's up, snipe? <laughs> Saying I know Riz. Uh, but no. So uh, as far as trailers go, uh, we got what three or four. So. We got the tiniest little teaser trailer for uh, Aquaman 2. Ugh. And it was basically a teaser saying, hey, there's going to be a trailer later this week. So yeah. I think, what, on Thursday or Friday, we're going to get the official trailer. Which, why did they even do that? I don't know. Like that. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know. It's Aquaman. But so it's like, oh, man, okay. I guess we're going to have an Aquaman trailer. And what's wild to me is how big the first Aquaman was. Like, the first Aquaman made over a billion dollars. Yeah. It's one of the only DC films that has done that. And they just And it's fine. It. And it's not. <laughs> it's fine. Like, it's not a billion dollar movie yeah, to me. Yeah, uh, and I can gas or nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's fine. I mean, it was fun. You know, what I mean, yeah. it wasn't of the DC movies. It's honestly one of the better ones. Yeah, well, but it's still not like yo, <laughs> yo, oh, oh shit. shit. I've never once been like, you know what? I want to watch again. <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman. I did see a meme though on TikTok that was like, it was a montage of all of the conversations in Black Panther or in Aquaman mm-hmm. that get interrupted by an explosion. And there's like five. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, man, that's that is a strange trope yeah. of like they're just having a conversation and then from the side <laughs> just the b- wall gets blown out and they just their conversation's interrupted. And it just happens a lot. You're like, man, why did that keep happening? Why, why is <laughs> why that a thing? That? And like, why did nobody go, Are we doing that again? Yeah. Like, you know what again? I mean? Like was it in the script and they went and then again this happens. You know, yeah. Again, That's again? the fourth time. That's a weird. It's like a gag. <laughs> is a, a fifth five. Like yeah. you is, it, is it a running joke? Yeah. You know I mean, it doesn't feel like a gag. Just feels like a strange choice. But um, yeah, so it looked fine. It looked bad, actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna say fine. It looked bad. No, it looked pretty bad. Uh, like I said to you and Morgan, it just looks like the only thing that's real in a shot is the face of the person. I didn't actually even pay attention. Was Amber Heard in the trailer? Uh-uh. I didn't think so. Is she even in the movie? I think they might have taken her out. Like, yeah, gone back and had to cut her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, that was one that I was Good. like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I was worried, like, how do you do that? You know, because she's a, a main character. Yeah. So it's like, oof, I wonder how. But you figure how many times has it been <laughs> reshot and re-edited. And, Jesus. I mean, this so thing was many. supposed to come out, like, this time last year. Yeah. Yeah, and it's coming out. In December. Yeah. At the end of this year. (laughs) Yeah. It got delayed by like 10 months, I think, after getting delayed by like five months. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, And like we were talking about, there's that article (laughs) from the Batgirl directors who talked about like the Flash making them sad for Batgirl because Batgirl was, quote, unreleasable. And you're like, fuck. I was so excited for it. Yeah. Like when I heard like. Because all the like all the pre up was like. The one of the best comic book movies, mm-hmm. and you're like, who fucking saw this movie and went, oh my god, this is, <laughs> this is it, like this is the one, this yeah, like we have redefined the genre, <laughs> like I guess in a way, this is groundbreaking, yeah, it in, in a way, yeah, <laughs> we really saw how big it can flop. Yeah. It also <laughs> did like it did less numbers in its first three days on HBO Max than Black Adam. Ooh. Yeah, it did like just over a million views in three three days on Max. But you know what? I I was reading, they had like a, a, a infographic mm-hmm. of the different DC films. Do you know what by far and away was the worst performing in those first three days on HBO Max? Hmm. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, yeah, that's a movie that I always forget even exists. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, and it had like 250,000. I was like, oh my God. A quarter of a million people watched that. Which sounds like a lot of people it's until not. you realize it's just not. That is not. Like, Jesus. 
That's embarrassing. That's bad. Like, that is a bad... <laughs> when Flash does a million and people go, that's not good. And then you realize that it did three times, four times as much uh, as Fury of the Gods. <laughs> that's tough. I was like, oh my God. I wouldn't want to be that character anymore. I audibly laughed. I was like, I was like, in a public place on Twitter. And I was like, oh, oh there's an infographic. Oh, this way. <laughs> oh my God. Because again, it was. It's a movie that I forget so exists. Low. And then it's just... A quarter of a million people went, oh, I'll turn it on. I wonder how many finished it. You know what I mean? Not many. Not many. Not many. That was tough. So, not not excited for Aquaman 2. No. Um, we did get a trailer for, um, what is it called? Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Oh, yeah. On Apple TV+. Yeah. Plus. That, that looks pretty, pretty dope. Um, so, it's for people that don't know, Monarch is the company, or like the agency, I don't know what you want to call it, in the new like monster verse, mm-hmm. so like Godzilla and Kong, and the, it kind of looks like it's going to take place from like Kong Skull Island up through the new Godzilla movies. Yeah, uh, of like I don't know if it's going to be like an X Files style or what, but it seems like it's <clears throat> what's going on behind the scenes with Monarch through all of these events, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense because there's a big gap between. Gull Island and then Godzilla. Well, yeah, well, that was what in the seventies or something. Yeah, and then yeah, it takes place in this because it's end of Vietnam. Yeah, so it's like you know early seventies, mm-hmm. and then Godzilla comes out in twenty fourteen and is set right around twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of interesting. And like you and I were talking, it's got. Um, <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Kurt Russell. I oh was just my God. You look like the turtle from over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Kurt. I just completely like my brain shit the bed. And I'm like, What's his name? Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell. And it looks yeah. like Wyatt Russell's playing, playing the younger, him. The younger mm-hmm. version, which works so well because yeah. he is just Kurt Russell mm-hmm. <laughs> with blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, but you and I were talking about that. Kurt Russell is one of those actors that somehow managed to age like a normal human being and age well. Yeah. You know, because normally you see an actor that's his age and you're like, he's had some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or they look like fucking milk. Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God damn. damn he looks he's old. old. <laughs> like, I know he's old, but damn, he yeah, looks old. God damn. Or Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Between his looks- fucking looks and his voice, you're like, Jesus. <laughs> Are you alive? Someone fucking do him a solid and just <laughs> put him down <Yeah. laughs> like a dog. Just fucking old yeller is out. Lucky punk. Are you feeling yucky? Yucky, <laughs> yucky. Are you feeling lucky punk? And just like he sounds like Batman all the time. That's just his voice. Yeah. He's always had a little gravel, but then you add on like chain smoking mm-hmm. and you're like, boof. Like chain smoking and hate. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, hate. that's, that's Clint Eastwood. That is Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with him on much, but he no. does make some good movies. He used to be a pretty good-looking cat. Yeah, not anymore. No. Now he looks like fucking leather shoe. Oh my god! <laughs> Just <sighs> he looks like my balls. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <man. laughs> Just wrinkled and fucking chafed. Like, he looks like my balls when I'm cold. You know, and they're real taut, yeah. close to the skin. Look like a walnut. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Just that's him. Got some scraggle hairs yeah. on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a society can't shave because oh, of the shakes, yeah. you know. <laughs> Why don't we just dunk it on him for being old? <laughs> yeah, man, we're just <laughs> just dogging can't on. Can't help it. Well, yeah, he's a hateful person. That's, so that's true. all right. That's true. But uh, no, so all of that to say, 
It looked pretty cool. There was yeah. that one shot specifically of one of the main characters. It looks like she's going to be one of the main characters on uh, the bridge there at San Francisco, yeah. looking up at Godzilla, where mm-hmm. it seems like maybe it's during the 2014 Godzilla film. Yeah. And I told you, I was like, those shots of like being ground level, mm-hmm. looking up at the monsters. It just shows how big he is. Yeah, really excites me of like, mm-hmm. damn. That is a big ass fucking monster. There's a scene in the trailer where it looks like he gets hit with like a rocket or something. Yeah. And like he turns his head, but he's roaring and he's yeah. like roaring right at the woman as she's yeah. running down the street. And yeah. Just like imagine being <gasps> being there. Yeah. yeah. You're like what the fuck? Especially because that that movie is the first movie where like the general public gains knowledge of these monsters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until that point, it had just been a monarch secret yeah. kind of thing. And so then you're just like in San Francisco with this monster. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because um, it also looks like, I mean, we've known about Godzilla since at least the 40s because we tested nukes on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was some of the nuclear tests mm-hmm. were just cover-ups for us trying to kill Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, and so I'll be interested to see how far back it goes. Because you figure there's a shot of them, like, drawing on the bomb. Which is very yeah. World War Two of like putting the X through Godzilla's face on the mm-hmm. bomb. So we are going to see some of that. So that's kind of exciting to see some world building. Yeah. And you and I had talked about. It. You'd made the point of like human stories being the weakest part yeah, of the monster I, movies. I'm excited for this one because it feels like a human. Yeah, I feel like the Godzilla movie should have been a movie about a monster yeah. with some humans in it, and they try to just put way too much dialogue in for the humans. Yeah. Um, but this one here, just it, it's, it's not about Godzilla. It's about Monarch. So yeah. it's a human story with monsters mm-hmm. in it, which I feel like is just going to succeed a whole lot better. Yeah. Especially it, in the format of a show. Yeah. It just sets the expectation for, okay, this is more of a drama. Yeah. You know, this isn't yeah. a monster movie. But then yeah. when they throw the monster, yeah, you know, like, dope oh, ass monster fuck. stuff in there, you're like, yeah. what a treat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of, I made the comparison to like The Walking Dead being uh, a human drama with zombies in it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, this is a human drama with monsters in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like the idea of it being a, uh, you know, a time, uh, not time bending, but, you know, a kind of timeline following yeah. X-Files style. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's going to be X-Files like, but the idea of like a secret agency that's looking Do you think Monarch's going to uh, lead into the new? The new Godzilla mm-hmm. Kong movie? Maybe. What What is that called? Fucking I, it doesn't have a name. I just passed it the other day. It, there's not a name for it. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla cross Kong. It's the X mm-hmm. Godzilla X Kong, the New Empire. I just said that. <laughs> You're like it doesn't have a name. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty certain that the trailer they showed had a name. The New Empire. Yeah, and it got pushed back to April 12th. It was supposed to come out this fall, but you know. Well, with the writers' strike, you know. Yeah, the writers and actors' strike. Yeah. yeah. So, good. Fuck them. I hope they don't make any money. Yeah. Why are we getting bored lately? Hey, you know, there's plenty of good stuff out there that we just have to backlog, you know. Like what? Let us know. Simple old <laughs> yeah. mailbag at gmail.com. <laughs> I see what you did there. I did. Fucking, you need to watch the uh, Midnight Mass. I gotta watch Midnight Mass. I gotta watch Sopranos. I gotta catch up on Better Call Saul. Fucking I gotta watch The Wire. The Wire. I gotta watch. Fiona and Cake. <laughs> I like that you just got done going, like, what? What's backlogged? And then you're like, here's all the things I've got to watch. Sopranos, Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I heard Yellow Jackets is good. Yeah, I heard Yellow Jackets is gas. Um, Succession apparently is a banger. Succession is pretty good. 
Game of Thrones, I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know what? I've been feeling like rewatching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Maybe that's our Breaking Bad. I mean, not our Breaking Bad. Yeah, nothing like, will top the, our Breaking Bad. No, but I mean, like, the way that we just went, you know what? We're going to rewatch Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was your first time seeing it, and it was, like, my fifth rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Uh, we did, speaking of Black, <laughs> or Black Mass, uh, Midnight Mass, we got a trailer for... Uh, Mike Flanagan's new series, uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah, strange to me because the Fall of the House of Usher is an Edgar Allan Poe like novella, okay, or short story of sorts. That's kind of like a it's a gothic vampire story. Uh huh. And this was, I don't. It didn't seem like there was Felt a vampire. Paranormal. Well, yeah, um, but it was like a modern, and it was like the House of Usher is actually a crime family. And as opposed to like just a dude mm-hmm. who lives on the side of, you know, he lives in this decrepit manor on the side of the road. Yeah. So I'm pretty, if I'm remembering correctly, the fall of the house of Usher is some dude, like maybe a storm rolls through or whatever. And he has to like stop to like get off the road. Mm-hmm. And he goes to this manor and it's like, <laughs> and guy lets him in and is like, yeah, like I'll let you fucking stick around, but like <laughs> fucking lock your bedroom at night, you know, like, what the fuck? And basically he's got like a vampire that lives in, like a sarcophagi beneath the house or whatever. Uh, if I'm, I, it's been, I, I read it in high school, mm-hmm. um, but I remember it being like creepy and whatever. And like when I saw that Mike Flanagan was going to do a fall of the house of Usher, I was like, Oh shit, I'd like to see him do a Gothic yeah. horror, you know? And then for it to be like a modern thing was kind of weird to me. Hmm. And like, it seems like they're just throwing in some Edgar Allan Poe references with like yeah. the Raven and things like that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in it. I'm still going to watch it cause I like Mike Flanagan, but uh, apparently the midnight club, was fine, mm-hmm. which was, I think, the last one that he did. So I'm like, mm, all right, Mike Flanagan, don't overstretch yourself. Yeah. And I know that this is the last thing he's doing for Netflix, and after this he's moving to Amazon. Oh, really? Amazon fucking sniped, you know, sniped his ass, got him out of there. And, you know, which, snipe. I, which I think is a big loss for Netflix because he's made a lot of, like, premium horror films. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, you figure he made the movie uh, Gerald's Game. Did you watch that one? Mm-mm. That's a good one. That's the list, I it's guess. A, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's like 90 minutes. It's a pretty brief one. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. And then you figure he did The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. which is a major one. Midnight Mass was a big one for them. Um, Bly Manor was like the sequel series to Haunting of Hill House. but Hush. Hush. I, he didn't make that one for Netflix, but yeah. No. Excuse me. But it is on Netflix. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, and then we got a trailer for... What was the last trailer? Gen V. Gen v. Which yeah. looks pretty good. Pretty good. I like that it doesn't seem connected much to, you know, it doesn't seem like a series no. where it's like, well, have you watched The Boys? Oh, well, then you won't get it. You yeah. know, I'm sure it's going to be a case of where if you've seen The Boys, you'll pick up on things. Yeah. You know, but it's not necessary, yeah. uh, which I like because The Boys is one that I, I need to watch. It's so good. You know, we're like, I, so I, I've watched the first season, mm-hmm. but I've just, I've got to get caught up, you know, and now so we're into good. what? Season five coming out. Yeah. Or, no, season four is coming out. Yeah, they just released season three. They're working on season four. Yeah, well, I know season four is done. They're just waiting until the strikes are yeah. to release it. Um, but yeah, uh, that so that's one that I'm like, I gotta catch up on that. Dude, it's so like Frenchie and Kamiko are my favorite characters. Yeah, they're so I love them. I liked Huey at first, mm-hmm. and then I grew to dislike him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I always like Butcher. Got an Australian accent. Yeah. Like a strange Australian slash Cockney. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be British. 
But Carl Urban is Australian. Yeah. Or actually, he might be a Kiwi. But so he's just this very so. strange, like, you know, die a fucking bollock. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely British. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, a Kiwi doing a British accent. Die you know? a fucking bollock. And it's like the cartoony British, yeah. you know? Where you're like, is he Cockney? <laughs> Talking about up the apples and pears and shit. And you're like, what? <laughs> he's doing fucking Cockney rhyming slang. You want to watch me have a wank? <laughs> Cost you a tenner. <laughs> well, all right. All right. All right, man. No, it's good. It's gas. Gas. So, yeah, I mean, I like the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so Gen V is basically uh, college. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's A-Train's, like, alma mater. Like, A-Train went to school there. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but it's just a school that seems specialized in uh, soups, uh-huh. you know, like, adolescent soups that are, like, you know, <laughs> coming of age. Uh, and some mysteries on, on you know, cause you figure one of the key like plot points of, uh, the boys is that Vought, Vought has been like, basically growing soups by selling <laughs> their, uh, what is it? Uh, compound V mm-hmm. in the hospitals and shit and like intentionally giving babies compound V so that yep. they'll grow up into be Super soups. Uh, and so I do wonder if this is part of that. I'm sure it is. Cause it seems like. The teenagers or the the college age kids that are going are like unraveling something that's going on, yep. um, and I I do like the idea that like these are kids who grew up li- like consuming like the soups mm-hmm. media you know and so they genuinely want to be heroes yeah you know what I mean like Starlight yeah and so it's like okay these kids are actually gonna try and use their powers for good because so far we really haven't met any good soups uh-uh. other than Starlight. To an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so it's like, oh, that's interesting to see kids who, like, have that, like, it's they're still shiny, you know? Yeah. They haven't been beaten up and dented by uh-uh. the world and by, like, that world specifically. By, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, who, like, is like Home the Wonders. Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Maeve. Maeve. Queen Maeve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she kind of has a turn, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in season three. Well, she used to be like super like Starlight, and then yeah. she's all like, Ugh. Yeah, they just beat it out yeah. of her. Well, and you Hero, I've heard that name in years. Yeah, well, and you figure when you have, uh, you know. Bunch of misogynistic, fascist fucking pigs as yeah. teammates. Yeah, I love that fucking, just that dynamic of fucking a bunch of right wing, like, MAGA fucks being like. <laughs> I'm just like, like Homelander's just like me. And you're like, you realize that's a bad thing, right? Like, not. The, the, he is there to make fun of you. Yeah. Like, he's Donald Trump. Literally. That's <laughs> the fucking his... meme I sent you. Well, oh, the, yeah, po- yeah. the post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you figure he literally kills a guy in public. Yeah. And then everybody's like, ah! and it's the whole, it's that, that quote from Donald Trump. If I could shoot somebody in Times Square, you know, yeah. <laughs> or in the middle of Fifth Avenue or whatever. And it's like, that's what they're making fun of. They're making fun of you. And you guys are just fucking eating it up. <laughs> so, you know. It's a cruel world we're living in. Yeah. But I guess satire only really works if you are, like, self-aware enough to realize that you're being satirized. Yes. Otherwise, you just think it's for you. <laughs> and whoops. Whoopsie-daisy. Whoopsie-daisy. So... I think of those trailers, God, I think I'm honestly the most excited for Monarch. Yeah. 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 Monarch looks good. Um, which surprises me, because I wasn't crazy about Godzilla vs. Kong. 
Like it was a fine, you know, monster movie. It was alright, but it still had the human problem. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And like the fight just wasn't that good. Yeah. And they made Kong lose. That one. No, they didn't. They both won. Yeah, but Kong. They took turns winning. Yeah, but he killed Kong, and they mm-hmm. had to revive him. Yeah, and then Kong saved Godzilla's ass. Yes, I mean, but if when it came between, they give Mecha Godzilla the business, dude. They do. <laughs> like that, like that they should satisfying. have been playing X going give it to you. <laughs> yeah, like they beat the fuck out of him. It made me think of. Uh, I, I came across TikTok the other day. Fucking the High Evolutionary getting his ass whipped yeah. by the Guardians. He didn't yeah. even fucking get to swing. Uh-uh. They just beat his ass. And I was like, yeah, which is so satisfying because he's just a monster. He's a fuckhead, man. Yeah, he is just. Villain. There you know? is no god. Yeah, he just he thinks he is a god, mm-hmm. and seeing like the uh, and the fact that it happens right after you see, like all the animals that he's gonna torture. Yeah, and then they just fucking whip his ass. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. Well, shit, Rocket almost killed him when he was a little pup. Yeah, scratching his fucking mm-hmm. face off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mask off. <laughs> Fuck it, mask off. <laughs> So, I don't know. You want to talk about some adaptations? Let's talk about some more fucking adaptations. All right. You start. Don't take mine. No. I'm I'm the ones I texted you. So, one of the ones I wanted to see, and we're kind of getting it, so I wasn't sure, but I still wanted to, like, bring it up. The the Old Republic, Star Wars The Old Republic, was a good game. Yeah. But I think it has a lot more potential now. Sure. And I think if they made something similar to, like, Grand Theft Auto, but Star Wars, as far as, like, the open world aspect. Okay, as a video game. So yeah, okay. If you can just do whatever you want, you know, you can go do missions as a Jedi or yeah. you know go smuggle shit um, and stuff like that. But I think something like that, but fully customizing your own character, it being open world, mm-hmm. you know, you can have you know your buddies do it with you, so you can yeah. guys do a smuggle run stuff like that. The thought of that seems really fucking cool. So apparently, I there's d- somebody working on a mod for Starfield mm-hmm. to turn it into Star Wars. That excites me. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Cut it out. There's already so many mods, dude. Last night I was looking like, okay, what mods can I download? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm excited for that. Because, like, Bethesda games get modded to hell. Yeah. And it always makes them better. To a fault. Yeah, like, it's it's a problem that Bethesda has mm-hmm. where their games are super moddable, but they're also, like, necessarily yeah. moddable. Yeah. Where you're like, you know what makes this game really good? Mods. mods. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And I think Starfield will be that case. I've definitely come around to it. Because I've been playing it, I kind yeah. of like I saw a lot of tweets and stuff that were like, "I'm now on my 15th hour of Starfield, and it's finally starting to click for me." You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I think I am. Okay, is like just doing some side stuff, and like not getting super committed and bogged down into one thing. Of like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. I started looking for planets that say they're temperate. You know, where it's like, okay, this is potentially habitable. Uh-huh. And so at least there's alien life there. And then going there, seeing what's there. And if I don't like it in the first rip, I dip. Yeah. I'm out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I found, like, settlements and stuff that way. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a cool place. Yeah. And then, you know, doing... Well, didn't you say, yeah, you just set up your first outpost. Yeah. Um, not crazy about what I've seen so far as far as the outpost building. But yeah. I also wasn't crazy about the settlement building in um, Fall, uh, Fallout 4. Yeah. And this is, is definitely right. an extension of that system. Yeah. Um, but that does excite me, though, for mods down the road. Cause yeah, mods some, would be cool. Because Fall, uh, Fallout 4 has a mod called, like, Sim Settlements or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Where there's just, like, pre-built settlements Yo. that you can just, like, hit a button and now you've got that settlement there. And I'm like, okay, I want that yeah. for, for Starfield. Yeah. Um, 
But all of that to say, yeah, apparently there, somebody's modding Star- Starfield to be Star Wars. Uh, where, like, like, some UC guys look like uh, stormtroopers uh, and shit like that. And I think down the line, that'd be a really good. I mean, mm-hmm. you figure you've got Fallout mods that are like whole new games, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah. where they're using Fallout 4 to make Fallout London <coughs> or Fallout Miami. <laughs> you know? Um, and so I think that's something that'll be happening. That'd, cool. that'd be real cool. I think they've got to be careful. To not get in trouble with the mouse. Mm. But yeah, because you figure I kind of spoiled it for you a little bit last night, but you get powers in Starfield. And so you could use that as like, these are Jedi powers, Mm -hmm. you know? And just, you could probably add in different powers. I mean, it's a mod. Can they really get in trouble by the mouse? I don't know. So I think if they don't make any money from it, they're fine. Yeah. Just keep it that way. Yeah. Do you have more about? I kind of interrupted you. I didn't want to. No, but I just thought it'd be cool. You know, same, uh, you can buy land speeders, you can buy ships, right? Yeah, you can right. buy all that shit. You can buy different kinds of guns. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you are a Jedi, I think it'd be a cool concept to, you can own more than one lightsaber. Yeah. Is that a thing? Can it be a thing? I can't see why it wouldn't be. Grievous did it. Oh, 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 oh I got you. I thought you asked me if the game was a thing. I was like, oh, I don't think it's a thing. No. Um, I mean, yeah, I would think so. Like, yeah. you know, Luke has two. Yeah. He's got the blue one and the green one. Yeah. Now, granted, I think he gets the green one because he loses the blue one. That's true. Right? In that order? Yeah. 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 How did how did he get his new one? Where did he get it? Was it Yoda? No, it's not Yoda's. I don't know. He just kind of... That's a valid question because he gets it from somebody. Is it Yoda's kyber crystal? <coughs> I'm not sure. Because he, he meets Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, loses the blue saber when yeah. he loses his hand. And then he's got the green one in, because it's been a little bit of time, in uh, Return of the Jedi. Well, no, because he, when does he go back to Dagobah? Does he go back to Dagobah in Return of the Jedi? I don't think so. I thought that's, he goes back, because he dies. Who? Yoda. Yeah, oh, Yoda dies in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and it ends with him getting his hand fixed. Yeah. I thought he went back. I don't think so. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll have to. Yeah. We'll do some research yeah, about yeah, that. That's a good question. Or if somebody knows, tell us. Yeah, let us know. It's simple. We'll mail yeah, gmail. Did, is, it a, is there an official answer to where does he get the green saber from? Yeah. Or is it like, well, in this extended universe, you yeah. know what I mean? In this novel, he gets it from this. Have you seen the mo- alien for, uh, I think it's called like Starlight? It's a monster. Star something. But it's like some alien mm-hmm. in Star Wars. It's oh, okay. It, it, it is in Star Wars that you can't see it until it makes eye contact with you. Oh, okay. And then it paralyzes you. That's and essentially, horrifying. it can like phase through your walls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of like Imperial ships and stuff like that, when they're cruising through, mm-hmm. one of the stormtroopers, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. slack jaws, starts staring into it, and it phases in and just kills the ship. Jesus. It just eats them. That is cool. That is cool looking, but yeah. no. So, I mean, something like that, though. Uh, I mean, even if they kept it as, like, you, really, there's not a whole lot of other planets you can go to. Sure. Well, you figure at one point in time they were working on a game that was called, like, Star Wars 1313. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be, it was from, like, the one of the people that made the Uncharted games. Yeah. But it was supposed to be in the style of Uncharted, but, like... In the underbelly of Cloud City. Yeah. You know? 
and like that sounds interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Or no, I don't think it was Cloud City. I think it was um, mm-hmm. the capital city, Coruscant. Uh, Coruscant, uh, where you know because you've got all the levels and shit mm-hmm. to it. Well, yeah, if you're up in the sky, up higher up, you're wealthy, and if yeah, you're right. in the slums, you're... So but yeah, so that that game kind of got scrapped. And so I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot of potential in Star Wars. Yeah, I just want to be able to customize my own character. And like I said, even like the Old Republic. Yeah. You know, like that was a really good game. Update it. Do it again. Well, you figure, I think they are doing a reboot or a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't like the MMO style. Hot take. I'm trying to think. So this one was not the MMO. It was the Bioware. Uh, RPG. Hold on, let me look it up here. No, I'm saying that for Old Republic. Yeah, so Knights of the Old Republic is just the RPG, not the MMO. Okay. I think maybe the Old Republic is the RPG. Yes. Yeah, so Star Wars The Old Republic is the MMO. Mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic is the RPG. Okay. So Knights of the Old Republic is what's getting the remake. I, I think it's still coming. <laughs> It might have been one that got canceled. Let's find out. Seems to be. September 4th, 2023. They still have an article about it. So, yeah. Hmm. It's being... I don't know if it's going to be a um, PlayStation exclusive, but I remember that it was unveiled at one of the um, state of place for PlayStation. Yeah. So, I don't know if they're like partnering with Sony at all or what. But, but yeah. So, we are getting a remake of that. So, you might get your wish. Hmm, maybe. Of an RPG style, you know. I'm curious about this new Star Wars game that they're making. I Outlaw? Can't yeah. Is that what it's called? Star Wars Outlaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? Mm-hmm. Just for that one, no. Uh, so I told you in person, I don't know if I brought it up on the show or not, but the uh, World War Z yeah. as a miniseries, mm-hmm. or even just as a series, yeah. um, I, I said, like, I picture being an HBO series because they seem to take those really kinds of things. Control. Yeah, like they allow a lot of creative control. Um, they give them the proper budget, uh, and they kind of allow like creative control. Like we were talking about with The Last of Us, making it only eight episodes. Yeah, it doesn't need to be twelve. And like some episodes were only thirty, you know, forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Some were an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Just depends on what that uh, episode needs. And apparently, you know, you figure originally it was supposed to be nine episodes, and then HBO were the ones that were like. I think the first two episodes could probably be one episode. Yeah. And they were like, okay, yeah, I see that, you know. And so HBO actually was the one that was like, let's do less. Yeah. You know, less episodes, but the same amount of content. Yeah. Just combine these two. Um, but because the audiobook of World War Z is some of the best just content I've ever, like. I want to listen to that audiobook. Yeah, you got to. Because um, I listened to, like, the unabridged version, I think. So it's, like, 25 hours. Yeah. But. <clears throat> it's fully acted. Uh, you know, it's basically like an audio drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's done in the style of, because it's, the, I told you, the movie is not no. like the book, other than that there are zombies and that the main character is employed by the UN. <sighs> the zombies are totally different. So in the book, they are like a classic Night of the <sighs> Living Dead zombie brains, you know, uh, just the mindless walking uh, corpses. And uh, the it's actually it takes place after the zombie war, yeah. Uh, and like we won, basically, we managed to. Which I was telling you, that's a cool concept. Like you never, yeah, you think never see you the win. like, like it's it's true post apocalypse in that like we got over it. You know, mm-hmm. we're over the hump mm-hmm. and we're into 
we the world almost ended, but we stopped it, and now we're in the rebuilding phase. Yeah. You know, and so he his job is that he's like a reporter or an investigator for the UN, and they send him out to like go interview all these different types of people uh, in all different walks of life and different roles in uh, the military and just in society and in civilization and things like society. that. Society. <laughs> society. Where's the Italian? Where's the Italian? My uh, Heath Ledger jerker always ends up sounding like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'd like to see Jack Nicholson do... Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's weird now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's also like 88. Yeah. But, uh. Do you, have you seen his Instagram? No. He'll try to make skits, but he'll narrate over them. Okay. But he'll narrate his own voice. Like, in the skit, he'll say to himself, I love fried chicken. Yeah. <clears throat> but he does a really bad job of editing. Uh-huh. And you can hear that it's an overlap oh, of right, him right. narrating "I love fried chicken" to try to match up with his lips, and it just looks bad. And it's yeah. like, what are you trying to do here, man? Yeah, right. Hey, you know. But anyways, yeah, anyway, okay, yeah. So World War Z, yeah, it's and so the audio book or the book in general is basically like little vignettes of like him talking to this person who was in one of the survivor camps, mm-hmm. you know, or talking to this person who was a soldier when they retook New York, you know. Or talking to this person who is, uh, you know, uh, was in the military in India when they decided to nuke, nuke, the, nuke the city, you know, um, and like talking to a little like one of the ones that stood out to me as like really unique and different was talking to basically a feral girl who was a little girl and her parents got killed and she somehow survived like on her own in the wild and is just a feral girl and uh, like she's like a 17 or 18 or 19, maybe even in her 20 year old mm-hmm. woman. But like mentally she's stunted at like seven or eight when she, when it happened. Oh my God. And yeah. And so it's like a really weird, like he's talking to her, you know, and she like speaks in short little mm-hmm. words and phrases and things like that. And is very animalistic, like hiding in the corner. Um, and so I was telling you, I think there's a really neat opportunity there to like, you get a big face to be the, the investigator Mm -hmm. and then each week or, you know, if it's a big story, you've got a couple episodes. It's a different guest star, you know, where like I told you in the, uh, audio book, like Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. plays the soldier in, in New York, um, at the battle of Yonkers. And then you've got fucking, um, Alan Alda (laughs) who is in mash, you know, and has that very distinct voice. That's the fun part about listening to the audio book is where you go, that's Alan Alda. Like, yeah. I know that. And same with Mark Hamill, where you're like, that's Mark that's Hamill. That's Mark Hamill. Um, uh, but yes, and like Martin Scorsese is in mm-hmm. the audiobook. Um, but yeah, to see all of those people like have a role yeah. would be really neat. And, yeah. and like you and I said, you know, yeah, that'd be a really cool Something opportunity. Different. Yeah. Where each each episode is like, ooh, this is exciting because it's, it's a totally new. different perspective. Yeah. yeah. And that's I think there's a really neat opportunity there to like do something that deserves to be adapted mm-hmm. well because <laughs> you figure the movie was fine but it's not world war z no yeah i mean so to have that name on it was like kind of shitty for people who are fans of the book who are like oh shit they're gonna do world war z you know yeah um and so yeah i think a series would be the way to do that yep. what you've got i think and i think we've talked about it before but mm-hmm. i'll say it again if john wick was 
in a like a John Wick esque style video game. Video game. Yeah. That'd be really cool. If like, yeah, you're a you know you can be a bounty hunter. Yeah. You know and. Just be an assassin and do crazy shit like that right? yeah. and make a bunch of money. But yeah. more, not even like an open world. So did you ever play, um, and this kind of ties in, did you ever play Splinter Cell at all? Mm-mm. So Splinter Cell uh, Conviction was one of the last ones, and it had some of that close quarter like pistol work mm-hmm. where it's, you know, how do you use a pistol close to the chest like that? And you see John Wick do it all the time of like, mm-hmm. you know, two shots in the foot, one in the head, things yeah. like that to get in close. And had a, a, a feature in it where you could, like, mark enemies. Okay. And then I, th- I forget how it worked exactly, but, like, if you built up a meter or whatever, you could, like, trigger a button. And if he had all of the people that he'd marked, were like, you might get six or seven marks or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you had them all in, in line of sight, you could hit the button. And he'd, like, and just drop them all in a shot. It's kind of like Dead Eye and Red Dead Redemption. A little bit, yeah. Pre-Red Dead, yeah. Um. And then I didn't play the last one. It was called Splinter Cell Blacklist. Mm-hmm. But it was it looked more actiony. And from my understanding, it was like more you could be like on the run and like doing that mm-hmm. as you're moving. And so I think taking something like that and putting it into like adapting it to a more modern video game style, that could be that'd a be John Wick cool. combat. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be super cool. What about you? Um, so they are doing it, but I hope they do it right. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh. Yeah, they're making a movie, yeah. actually from the director of mm-hmm. uh, John Wick, but like it's it it's, it definitely deserves a movie. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, because that's a very story-driven... It's a very cinematic game. Yeah. Um, I hope they do it well. <clears throat> they just have to... The th- line they really have to tread is giving Jin enough fights... Yeah, and it's, so it still feels like okay. Yeah, this shows he's you did a lot he's of fighting. He's capable, yeah. Rather than just like the big major fights and stuff like that. Sure. But like, yeah, if they just do too much, then it's like a non-stop action. Yeah, and, and you it's don't not want, an action game, right? I mean, it is, but, but that's not the point, right? Of it. So yeah, I do think you need so to do like. You got to have a decent amount of action in there to show like this motherfucker's been through a lot. Yeah, he's been fighting, but. Yeah, not too much. So you just get you got to be careful. Toe the line, and also I do think you have to toe the line of like being respectful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Being because there can be a very, uh, very thin line of being respectful of the culture and then just using the culture. You know what I mean? Because it's like it is a samurai Mm -hmm. movie, or you know, it's it's going to be a samurai movie that is very anti samurai. You know, that's the point. Is like that this system didn't work yeah. and you know that they're going to outcast him for saving everything just mm-hmm. because he didn't do it, it wasn't quote unquote, honorably yeah, it wasn't you know? traditional uh, and so i do think and then you know just in general not being disrespectful of like just japanese culture in general yeah and trying to find that line and it sounds like they're doing you know what they can to yeah be no, i think there's plenty of potential not to yeah. you know be in- insensitive or anything like that um I, I honestly would be really intrigued if they just went for it and did it in Japanese. Oh, yeah. And subtitle it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd be down if they did it in black and white. Yeah. Did a true, like, like Kurosawa. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you figure there's that option in the game mm-hmm. to do Kurosawa mode. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, even if they just did, like, a, sh- a scene. In, oh, sure. That'd be cool. Sure. To see him, like, really stylize yeah. something into Kurosawa, you know? That would be really cool. That would be that would like be dope. one of the fights, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or I was even say even the conversation he has with Lord Shimura. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I don't that know. That could be the fight that you do as, but I don't know the colors. Uh, yeah, that's the part. I'm like the, <sighs> the maple leaves and all that. Yeah. Or is it? This is our oak? last day together. Yeah. But it is beautiful. Dude, yeah. he's just crying, looking at him. You have no honor. You are, you are a slave, slave to it. it. Like, pfft, Jesus. And then fucking, uh, what what does he say? He uh, you'll be remembered as a. No, it's Lord Shimura. He says it uh, when he's telling him, like, I have to kill you. Oh well, yeah, and, and he, he says he's like, like, killing you is my punishment. Yeah. Yeah, where he says, you know, my head is the punishment, and he says, and taking it is mine. Yeah. Um, dude, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. The fact that, like, these two dudes just sit down and write a haiku about each other. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we're going to try and be as respectful as possible to each other before we have to... One of us is le- not mm-hmm. leaving here, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, I, I can't. Like, I fucking... I, can't. I, I wept. Dude, I <laughs> cried so hard at that. <laughs> Morgan was in the kitchen making dinner, and I'm just in the living room fighting this fight, and I, like, you know, have to choose, like, to kill him or leave him. And it's like, it's that strange thing of honor mm-hmm. where, like, killing him I was the him. honorable thing to do. Yeah, I killed him. You know, let him die with honor. And, uh, yeah, and I just, Morgan comes in, like, dinner's ready. And I'm in there, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> you know, that shit was sad. Yeah. That was a hard one. Yeah. So I think that one has very, very big potential. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so I'm, I want to see that done right. Yes. Don't fuck this up. Mm mm. Oh, I'm trying to think of like another one. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turn that into a video game. Yeah, like the most recent mm-hmm. Mutant Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Just like that teen style. Yeah. You could even do like a. Did you ever play like Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yeah, a little. A little bit? A little bit. Where it's like a top down fighter or yeah. whatever. Not top down, but like that kind of. Arcadey. Yeah. I think that'd be the way to do it. Eh. What are you picturing? Like a, a third person, right? Kind of like God of War style, but then you can just swap characters. Nah, I picture it's got to be multiplayer. It's you and some friends. All right, then you can be in the turtles. I think you should it should give you the option. Then you can either swap through the players or play multiplayer. Yeah, I think the God of War style is better suited to the Last Ronin. I think I the game is fu- yo yeah, because the Last Ronin game is going to be God of War inspired. Yeah. Um, and so I think because the mutant mayhem is more kid centric and mm-hmm. is fun and light and cartoony, the style of the game should be the same. Yeah, I guess. I just don't like arcade style games. Like I'm not yeah. crazy about them. You just think if a game is top down, it's bad. No. Yes, you do. You said that to me. Yeah, I have. Because <laughs> that was one of the things that bums you out about Baldur's Gate 3 was that it wasn't over the shoulder. Hey, hey. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Fucking media literacy out the fucking yin-yang. Yeah, what do you here. want me? What do you want me to say? To be better. Uh, well, <laughs> no. Mum's the word. The game didn't have to be bad just because the perspective. Okay. 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 Considering I got to fucking convince you to pick up Starfield again, and you were all fucking. Oh, it's game over for Baldur's Gate, baby. Starfield's coming out, <laughs> and it came out, and it's just the biggest seven out of ten you've ever played. <laughs> and you're like, <sighs> and like Shit. that's the thing. It's like a seven or an eight isn't a bad game. No, but everybody was like, "This is gonna be a ten out of ten. No, and then it wasn't. And then it's like, <sighs> that 
Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Who are you got anymore? That comic that I read for the show, East of Eden, or yeah. no, uh, East of West. Mm-hmm. That needs to be a show. Even if you just did it anime st- or animation yeah. style like Invincible, yeah. I'd be so in. A good Western? Come on now. Yeah, I can? like who a doesn't good love Western? A Western? Speaking of Westerns, that doesn't remind me of the next one I want to talk about. But Yeah, I think you and I both have that one on our list. Say Red Dead. Yeah. 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 They need a remaster. Oh, no. I'm talking make that a visual medium. Do oh, it. you think a movie? Yeah, do a movie or a show. Nah. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why not? Because I like the voice actor who does. Well, he does kind of look like him. Yeah. And I mean that's no. a problem. That you, okay, hold on. And that's a problem that you run into with any video game into a movie is like. Yeah, but Arthur Morgan voice. has a very distinct voice. Yeah. Right. Like you can yeah. get away with like. Nathan Drake. Well, I mean, if you look at Joel, Joel has a very distinct voice, and Pedro Pascal doesn't like do Joel. You know what I mean? He doesn't do yeah. that. Joel. He just does Pedro Pascal with a Texan accent. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. And so I think if the actor does his job and the writing's still there, it can still be a... Yeah. Yeah. You know. I don't think it's fair to write off a whole... Easy, girl. Yeah. I'm scared, sister. Hang on. <laughs> Stand on shaking. Morgan just has seen me cry at a lot of video games, dude. It doesn't help that Morgan is a cold woman. She is. Like, she don't cry at nothing. Mm-mm. I bet she. I've seen her cry a couple times, maybe two or three. But it's generally about like life stuff. Media does not get her, Mm -mm. which is wild. I'm a sucker for that shit. Oh yeah, soul bald Luke (laughs) Luca tore my ass up. I had to pause the movie. I don't fucking stop. I had to stop it and walk away for a minute and just pull myself (laughs) together. Just over in the corner, sniffling. Where you like gotta catch your breath and cry whenever you do the because <laughs> you get you fucking your exhale is just a song the lip sucking you, know. <laughs> you go to speak and it's just I'm gonna throw up yeah, from fucking stepbrothers you're not gonna throw up <laughs> oh my god he threw up. <laughs> That's you watching Luca. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I was telling you about um, a book that was adapted into a movie. Uh, the uh, When a Monster or a Monster Calls. Yeah. <laughs> no shot. That one had me like that. Mm-hmm. My mom and I both were just fucking <sighs> <laughs> like sniffling a wipe on our faces. And Morgan's just sitting on the couch fucking scratching her boob. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> whatever, man. Just a fucking heartfelt cancer movie. And Morgan just over there fucking, you want to watch something blow <laughs> up or what? I'm like, Jesus. God, I love you, baby. You know? But holy shit. But fuck. You are just, you have no empathy when it comes to media. <laughs> my wife is my, so fucked up. My wife is fucked. Might have to send her to the loony bin. <laughs> She's lucky it ain't the 50s. I'd have her institutionalized. I'd have her lobotomized. (laughs) (laughs) Divorced by incarceration, you know? (laughs) Or divorced by institutionalization. Um, Yeah, so Red Dead. Who would you cast in? That's what you're thinking. Now, wait a minute, thinking about it. No, I'd cast the... Try to get as close to the voice cast as you can. 
Well, but the problem is like the voice cast isn't necessarily visually the character. I think Kurt Russell would have to be in there. Okay, who would he play? I could see him playing Micah. Mm-hmm. Nah, Micah's too young. Yeah, Kurt Russell is a bit older now. He doesn't look like Dutch enough. Mm-mm. Lenny! <laughs> just get fucking Gerard Butler to be Dutch. And he just has a fucking... He's still got his Scottish accent. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I've seen a lot of like fan castings on mm-hmm. like online and stuff. And half the time that's like, that was dumb. What are you fucking... <laughs> or they're like, you know who you need in there. I don't know what role he could play, but Timothy Oliphant plays a good like, uh, like gunslingy type. You figure he was in um, Boba Fett and Mandalorian as uh, what's his fucking name? Cad, not Cad Bane. Oh, um, um, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you figure he does the think on it. Yeah, think on it. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I can't either. Um, but yeah, I don't know what he would play or what role he'd play, but he does a good. Like he could do it. He he'd be able to play Dutch. I think he's too young to play Dutch. Throw a wig on him, bro. <laughs> Just fucking age him up, dude. You fucking no uh, fucking problem. Because Dutch is in his what forties, fifties maybe fifties max. You know. Yeah. Well, because you figure Arthur's how old? I imagine like thirties, late thirties. Yeah, and you figure Dutch picked him up when he was a boy. Mm-hmm. So Dutch is at least ten to twenty years older than them. Yeah. So he's in his 50s. Yeah, make him in his 50s. Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't have a whole lot of gray hair. Uh-uh. Well, you figure he's got the... you got the stripe. Got the stre- the streaks on the side of his head. You're fine. Yeah. He's still <laughs> piping. I think there's better characters for Timothy Oliphant than the old guy. <sighs> I guess. Timothy Oliphant's still pretty young looking. Um, I don't know. Let's... Uh, trying to think if there's any other ones that I'd be mad if I didn't mention. Oh, oh, I did want to talk about the uh, if they ever made like Red Dead Three. Sure. Um, there's been a lot of talk like they wanted to make it about like the mafia because it would technically be into the Roaring Twenties. Sure. Well, but I mean, you figure you could just follow the the thread of like, um, you figure Red Dead Two is actually a prequel. A to prequel. Red Dead. So, you could, so you making could it, making it about the Vanderlei gang. Yeah, about Dutch and Hosea ending at Blackwater. Maybe. Because that's where it starts. Is you guys yeah. just leave Blackwater, or no? Yeah. You like you guys leave Valentine. No, it was Blackwater. Was it Blackwater? Yeah. So I mean, it could pick up right there. I don't know. I don't want another prequel. I don't want them to go further back in time. I want there to be like, you want coach and shit like cars. Just figure in Red Dead One. There's like, it's like the very earliest cars, and they're like you're faster on a horse than you're on a yeah. car. You know what I mean? I, that's something similar to what I'd want. You know, I don't want the cars to be super fast or nothing like that. Yeah. I'm trying to look here. Just see if there's any that are like, oh, yeah. But maybe doing like following John Morrison's son. Maybe he's Jack. like a, a bootlegger. Well, you figure you jump forward to play Jack at the end of Red Dead 1. And yeah, as a teen. Uh, yeah, as like a late, early 20s maybe. Late teen, early 20s. And you go and fucking kill the guy that uh, had your dad killed. Mm-hmm. And then the game officially like gives you the end credit screen. Yeah. It seems like he's grown up to be a gunslinger, which I like the idea of like he tried to give his son a better mm-hmm. life, and it just doesn't work. He's doesn't, still, yeah. yeah. 
It's in their dinner. Mm-hmm. It's in the DNA. In the blood. Fucking, I could see this. So, do you ever play Life is Strange? It's a episodic, like, choose your own adventure type. I've, I've seen it. Never yeah. played it. I could see, like, that or even, like, it's it's a weird one to adapt, but, like, the Telltale is The Walking Dead. Yeah. The first season, the first two with seasons Clementine and are solid. What's Lee and Clementine. Lee. Did you ever play that one? Mm-mm, but I know he dies. Yeah. But the second season has a tough ending. Well, there's like five different endings, but there's one ending in particular that you're like, damn. Because yeah. uh, Kenny, do you remember Kenny? from? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't play it. Fucking, yeah, he can like, you think he dies in the first season? Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulls like a, a Glenn under the dumpster thing. Yeah. Where you're like, how do you get out of that one? And you're like, you just got real lucky, man. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But he shows up in the second season, and Clement, you play as Clementine in the second season. And so it's like this weird thing of playing as a little girl, so you're less capable. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you kind of have to take that into account yeah. when you're making decisions of like, oh, I mean, this is a threatening situation, and she's not fighting her way out. Right. Of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So what's the, what's the move here? But at the end, if one of the endings, the ending that I always try and get because it's like that feels like the the, the ending, good one. is you and Kenny and this little baby that's born along the way that you guys end up having to adopt because mm-hmm. everybody else dies. Yeah. Uh, come to this like camp in Ohio, like northern Ohio. That's like its wall is made out of shipping containers and stuff. Sure. And they kind of turn you away because they just don't have we can't take on more people right now. Yeah. You know. And uh, they come back, you know, like, please just ask, you know, Kenny's like, please, God, we can't have come all this way. Right. You know, we'll die out here. And the woman comes to the wall. That's like the leader or whatever. And it's kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, we just I'm sorry, you know. And he kind of like hollers at her, like, please just take the kids, you know. Yeah. And so Clementine's like, what? And he's kind of like, shut up, you know. And she, uh, hold on, let me let me make some, you know, <laughs> let me make some phone calls, you know. So she talks to back then. She comes around. She's like, "All right, just we can only take the kids. Like, no, it's yeah, just cool. the kids." And Kenny kind of was like, "All right, you know." And Clementine kind of tries to pull the whole like, "No, I'm not going." Like, whatever. And he kind of grabs her shoulder and is basically like, "You have like this has to be. This can't have been for nothing." Yeah. Like I've done a lot of really, <laughs> I've been a bad guy and done some bad shit. If I've done this, I'm all right. We're good. Like you've got to go. You know. And so she's kind of like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and the game like fucking ends with the doors closing. You can see him walking away, and it just doors shut. And you're like, <laughs> Kenny fucking dies out there. Like, yeah. You know he does. I'm like, I'm fucking crying. You know, <laughs> I'm like God damn it, not again. You know, <laughs> it's happened to Clementine again, but at least she's like safe. Yeah, you know? I don't know. So yeah, I think but any of the, either of those games, like an episodic story based. Yeah, those are always but be they're good. hard because that is like one of the key things about it is choice-based. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of have to make a hard-line decision. Or do uh, it like a Bandersnatch where you make your own decisions. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I didn't like Bandersnatch too much. I like the idea of it, but I don't, I don't think it's All right. See you around. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> just, just jumps. <laughs> just fucking face plants into yeah. the bleachers. Yeah. <laughs> that was around. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you around. <laughs> Black Mirror <laughs> is brutal, dude. Yeah. Black Mirror is some crazy ass shit. Fucked up shit. Yeah. I like Black Mirror. I do too. Same with Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Dude. Black Mirror is very uh, uh, Twilight Zone, but if like (laughs) there's a podcast I listen to and they talk about like (laughs) 
society is a phone. You know? Society. You know, it's like it's ex- it's Twilight Zone, but if society was a phone, yeah. you know, and it's like yeah, that's very much. Yep. You figure it's called Black Mirror because it's a, a screen. Mm-hmm. When a screen is off, it's a Black Mirror. Yeah. The first episode of Black Mirror is a wild one to like. Yeah. If you're gonna like, if you're gonna recommend Black Mirror to somebody, don't recommend that they start with the first episode. No. Second one's cool. Yeah. Well, because the first episode's good, but it's. It's you, wild. You don't start there, because otherwise you're not going to continue. No. No. You're uh, going to watch that and go, what the fuck is what this? What the fuck? There's a there's an episode called Shut Up and Dance. Mm-hmm. That's the one you watch. Okay. Like, watch that episode. Find okay. it. I don't remember which season it's in. Maybe three. But it's called Shut Up and Dance. I can't tell you about it. I think I've told you about it, but you probably forgot. Yeah. I can't think of the kid's name, but he's in... Uh, I, th- I think he's the one in... Uh, End of the fucking world, is that what it's called on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, I think I think that's the show that he's in. Okay, from but wild episode. Yeah, mm. yeah I don't want to spoil. Shut up and dance for people, but watch it. It's a it's a fucking good episode. It's nuts, and it kind of is a a good like because some of the episodes are much more sci fi than others. Yeah, so that one's a good like pretty grounded. Here's how our phones can be bad for us. You mm. know, our technology can be used as a threat. And still have that like dark twist that Black Mirror is known for. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's all I've got as far as yeah. adaptations. Yeah. Let us know what. Uh, yeah, what if you there's want. any adaptations that you guys were thinking over that. Yeah. You would like to see. Yeah. Definitely let us know. It's simply. Like, I'm not. A, I'm not a big book. I'm not a very well read man. I ain't a big bookworm. So if there's any books or anything like that, you're like, you know what? This would be a good show or movie or you know. Video game, even. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how how much. I don't know what the the pipeline is between books to video games, but so yeah, if that's all. It's not all we got. Uh, if that's all we've got, I mean, I guess all I got to do is ask you what uh, what you've been thinking about. I think what you've been saying is welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. I ain't got one today. <laughs> I'm a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have an actual what you've been thinking about. Oh, word. That I wanted to talk about. Um, I I got sick. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. an epiphany. Okay. Could have been the fever talking to me. Yeah, hold on. We want to acknowledge that. Last week, we talked about Morgan being sick and mm-hmm. being the leper, and that you kind of thought you might be coming down with something. Mm-hmm. And then you did come down with it, but guess who didn't fucking come down with it? <laughs> Big Hoss right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking three-man enter, one-man leave, you know? I fucking like was king of the castle. Uh, Actually, no, I turned into house bitch for both of y'all. Yeah, that's correct. I tried to do things myself, and you yeah, kept telling me like, no. It's like a typhoid Mary here. Like, why can't I just run around about while I'm sick? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we fucking don't want you getting everybody sick. Huh? And you'd be like fucking sneaking out of your room. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I snuck like, out of my room. What couple. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no. I'll ask. I'll go do it for you. I just don't want to be inconvenient. No, sick would be inconvenient. No. No. So you had an epiphany from the fever. <laughs> yeah. I've really, really been wanting to play Civilization. Yeah. I have been. It started when we were going to play RimWorld. We were looking at games, and I was going to stay Civilization. Mm -hmm. But we just didn't play it, and then we ended up playing back on, what was it? Um, Battlefield 1. And I was like, all right, that's fine. That's a good old time. We've been playing the shit out of Battlefield 1 lately, and we've been grinding. You and I will be, like, top of the leaderboards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're doing well. Let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> All right, everybody. But no, between Civilization and um, Battlefield One, Battlefield One is a very cinematic game. Yeah, and I would love to like 
see if I can bump up the graphics on my. Oh yeah, take it to ultra, and then there's an option to hide to, the HUD. To hide the HUD, it's hard as fuck because you don't like you can't see yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to run around yeah. for a little while. So I've been thinking I'm, I want to try to do that. Yeah. Because um, you, you see stuff like that on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Like, to be able to do it myself, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but then for Civ, I mean, just getting smart, you know, and, like, working up on your science and stuff like that, being yeah. Teddy Roosevelt as the Rough Riders. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And just conquering. Yeah. Same with, like, I've been thinking about, like, Risk lately and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just games like that. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to play Civ here soon. and Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> Or continue our one that we have going. Yeah. Just fucking play as uh, Gandhi and just nuke the world. <laughs> so apparently, I didn't know this. That's apparently a joke oh. from uh, Civ 4 or 3, maybe, where they accidentally, like, there was an error in the coding in the AI of the, of the other leaders, mm-hmm. and they just accidentally made Gandhi just a goblin. Where apparently, <laughs> like, on the aggressive... You know, like the aggression scale. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a 10, and they made him a 100 by accident. You know, it was like one extra zero. And so he was just like declaring nuclear war. Boom. <laughs> and just nuking everything. Like, what the fuck, Gandhi? Yeah. You're supposed to be the peaceful guy. And he's just over here like, uh-oh, guess you just completed the Manhattan Project. You know? <laughs> like, fuck. Oh. And so, yeah, he is a good, like, like yeah. If, he, if he's in the game as an AI, mm-hmm. he's probably going to be aggressive. But then, like... Getting the Mustangs and like having the planes and everything yeah. like that flying over, I miss that. I want to play yeah. that. There is definitely something very satisfying about like conquering. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just I am better. Yeah. I'm stronger. <laughs> I am I'm better. better. I am better. <laughs> but MAGA. So, hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be as a rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Straight up kills Black Noir. Which I didn't know it was so different in the comics. Yeah. That Black Noir was actually Homelander. Or yeah, clone. it was a clone of Homelander. Yeah. And so I want to start reading the comics. We got them. We own them. They're not that great. I got to level with you. Really? The show's much better. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. And I'm not alone in that. I've seen a lot of that discourse online. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'd still like to read them at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. But no, back to Civ. So yeah, no, I've just been thinking a lot about that. And then as far as like, I don't know, it's just always fun to kind of like, it's not like it's not a god simulator, yeah. But like you get to control mankind, and you're like you're trying yeah. to evolve them, yeah, right. And so like that esque mm-hmm. of it is cool, and that's what I'm missing. And I think that's what we were trying to go for in RimWorld too. Yeah, I think a good combo would be um, some combination of Civ uh, and then um, Frostpunk. Okay. Where if you were to a- if you were able to add like a moral component to like some of the decisions you make, yeah, that would be interesting to me. Yeah, or, or more like having to balance. I, I almost want like a more politic to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, where like you're also having to worry about. I guess what I'm describing is there is a game called like Crusader Kings uh-huh. that kind of has that aspect to it. But I think if you had like the lightest version of that on top of Civ, that would be good. Because mm-hmm. Crusader Kings is like very diplo- you know, diplomatic and like, um, you know, uh, vassals and lieges and kingdoms and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, <laughs> Do you think I turned it off by accident? Yeah, just making sure. No, we're good. We're Gucci. Um, and so I don't, I don't want to get that deep into it. 
I like how surface level sieve is. Yeah. But if you could interweave some. Just a little bit. Just a yeah. touch. Just a dollop. Just a tad of diplomacy and, mm-hmm. and in internal politics as mm-hmm. opposed to the external politics would be cool. Mm-hmm. We're just having more political options, even that, in, yeah. diploma, uh, I mean, diplomatic you options. You have governors and stuff like that. So yeah. being able to have like city states and it kind of and kind of treading those. Yeah. You know, this one's like more tax heavy. So yeah. it's going to, you know. Be like the surveyor, you yeah. know, or yeah. the librarian. So this one's going to be a little more mm-hmm. stronger in like science game. Yeah, or like if there were, if you could have, I don't know, I don't like. I almost wonder if you could have like an election uh, aspect. That's to it getting of pretty like, deep into like, it. Not really. I mean, you could do it at a surface level of like what's your approval as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to balance that side of things of sure. like keeping the people liking you as the leader. Oh, uh, okay. You, you I, mean? I thought you meant for like. The survey or the librarian. No, 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 no. I just mean like you worrying yeah. about your political standing. Yeah, making sure that everyone likes you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. But uh, what you been thinking about? I've been thinking about City Skylines, dude. Yeah. You've been playing the fuck out of it. Yeah. And like the sequel is coming out in October. Mm-hmm. And like it's not one that I'm like, I'm getting that on one release this year. But I'm excited for it because it looks like it's going to be a lot more user friendly. Not that Cities 1 is like, what am I doing here? But there is an aspect of like, it feels like there's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like a like a lot to take on. Um, but I do like, it looks like they've done a good job with like, here's things that people, <clears throat> taking into consideration like some of the creators. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, a, a big niche group of YouTubers who are like, they do city skylines. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, the lot of like, they did a really neat, like, oh, damn, they're doing a, a like, a big push mm-hmm. as far as, like, all right, the game release is in almost two months. Let's start ramping up some exposure. And so they they, oh. so they coordinated with uh, a lot of creators and were like, all right, you can make a video. You're, we're going to give you early access to it. Mm-hmm. You can make a video that only gets you, like, through the first five levels or whatever of, like, ranking up. And on this day at this time, you can release it. So there was, like, this strange phenomenon of, like, <laughs> All of a sudden, I saw like seven City Skylines two videos all post at the same time. Yeah. That were like, you know, and it's because they were like, "Here's here's what Cities is like from the people that you already watch play Cities," right. you know. And so you kind of get their live reactions, and I did like that it didn't feel like paid advertisement because, um, like, one of the guys is a actual city planner, mm-hmm. and I think his channel is called like City Planner Plays Cities. Yeah. Um, and so I like his videos because his cities do end up looking like an actual real city. places. Yeah. Um, and like he kind of critiqued some of the things where he's like, I'm really surprised that this isn't something that they put in this. Mm-hmm. It feels like a big oversight. So hopefully it's something that they an update or something that they add before it releases. Yeah. And, you know, so like he was kind of critical of it at times, you know, which I like, think is good. And, yeah. you know, that's what you want. And, and I mean, and it wasn't like the game was bad. It was just like, oh, I really like that they did mm-hmm. this, that they did that, that they did that. I don't know why they didn't do there. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like I said, it was nice because it didn't feel like paid to stroke it off. Yeah. It was just paid to play it, and people like watching you play it, and they had confidence in their product enough to just go, here, play this and post a video, and people mm-hmm. will want to play it. And it's yeah. worked on me, you know, where I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, I want to I wanna play that. Because one of the problems that I have with Cities 1 is I just own the base game, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunately a little bit simish mm-hmm. in that there's like $350 worth of you know DLC. And there's things so when that you're I, playing just the base, you're really not you playing You feel nothing. like you're missing out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish I... So I've tried to read on like lists of like 
what are the ones that you mm. like get this one, get this one, get this one. Because the game's like 30 bucks, and then the DLCs are like 15 So it's like half the price yeah. of the base game, you know. And so I was like, I'm not going to fucking buy. I'd yeah. rather blow my dad. <laughs> I'll blow my dad before he ate a burrito with a fork, <laughs> as Bo Burnham says. <laughs> I've been thinking about Bo Burnham, too. Yeah, dude. I'm never not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if we're honest, I'm never not. Mm. But no, he was in a movie called Promising Young Woman. Uh-huh. You ever see that? Oh, yeah. I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I watched it. That was really good. A couple of well, really those g- when, when you guys were sick. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. And he does a really good job in it. I saw that in theaters. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. She's a crazy-ass woman in that. Yeah. Well, so is Bo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he ain't a good guy. He's not a good guy. But I do like that, that like, it's kind of a revenge. It's a revenge story. Mm-hmm. But she's not the good guy either. You know what I mean? No one's the good guy. Exactly. What she's doing, it doesn't make it right. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. And so it's like, ooh. Oh. But she is. <laughs> I think about the dean of the college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, and like that petty. Like, who was Doc Ock? Same actor. The, I was thinking of the woman. Oh, 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 oh. No, the Doc Ock, uh, Alfred Molina was the lawyer. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh. No. Was the lawyer for one of the boys. And like, oh, he's always felt bad after the fact. It's yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was, he's that the was only one thing. that had remorse. And like, she kind of like. She lets him go. Lets him off the mm-hmm. hook. Because he's the only one that genuinely showed yeah, remorse. Because he, he breaks down. He's crying and stuff like yeah. that. And he goes like, I did the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, but no, the dean is the the woman who runs the college and doesn't remember Nina, and like didn't remember the story at all. Mm-hmm. And Nina's posing as like a friend oh, of Nina. Oh, yeah. And she like tells tell, tells her like I dropped your daughter off at that very room uh, three hours ago. The the boys that live there now, and I think they had some vodka in their room, you know. But I'm sure they'll take good care of her, you know. And she's like, what the fuck, you know? And she yeah. has to call her daughter, and phone rings in Nina's pocket, you know. She's like, oh, she's gonna be wanting that later. You know, and sets it on the desk, and she's like, "What room is she in?" She goes, "I told you, the same room that Nina was in." And she's like, "I already told you, I don't remember that." And she's like, "Oof, that is a shame." You know, if you remembered, you'd know exactly where to find her. You know, and it's like, "What a fucking schmuck!" That's some petty ass shit, you know. But it's like, yeah, got her. So she's like, "It's so that's one of those where it's really like that's not cool because you're like she's setting her up to setting her up to fail." Yeah. But oh well. Yeah, that's a. It's a good movie. That is a very good movie. If you haven't seen it, we highly recommend it. Yeah. I don't know. I it's a serious movie. Yeah, I forget what I watched it on. It might have been on HBO Max. I, don't know. I, I think it, it is on HBO Max, as a matter of fact. I just want to see where to... Like and Ariana Grande made that song for it. Yeah. Uh, it's on Prime. Yeah, it's on Prime Video. I don't know if that's a fact or not. <laughs> I just said that's it because I can. Yeah. Because fuck it, you know. Yeah. I didn't say shit. Shit ain't nothing to me, me man. man. Yeah, I'll just say shit. You know, I'll say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, that's that's what I've been thinking about. Yeah, I think that's all I got. What that's you got? all I got. Anything else? Mm-mm. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Well, then obviously we want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoy enjoyed it, if you enjoyed it, <laughs> if you enjoyed it, be sure to give it a like and a follow and all that good stuff. Leave us a five star review if you liked it on yeah. uh, what's that called iTunes? Is mm-hmm. the one. Um, tell your friends about us. Obviously, that's a big old help. Um, something that I, I don't know we should probably try and start doing 
apparently we can do like polls on Spotify. I got something you can pull. <laughs> I got a poll for you. <laughs> You're sick. You're a sick puppy. You're fucked up, man. Whoa. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, give us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Uh, tell your friends about us. Make sure that you're liking, following, subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. That way you get notified every time we post. Yep. Uh, and then uh, if people wanted to get in touch with us, tell us what their adaptation of, you know, wish list would be. What, uh, how would they do that? <coughs> yeah, you can always take a look at our socials. Uh, you know, our Instagram, Facebook is uh, Simply Whelmed Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply. Or you can always shoot us an email at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Every day, baby. Every, every day. Every day. Uh, who knows what we're doing next week? It's a fucking roll of the die, baby. Yeah, you know. When does uh, when does the creator come out? I have no idea. Let's find out. I think it's soon. You know, maybe my next cryptid should just be about my colonoscopy. Are, are you getting a colonoscopy? I can. Hmm? Oh, I know what I'm going to talk about next week. What are you talking about, baby? Morgan and I are going to the Mothman Festival. Oh, yeah. Try to get your dog ass to go, but, you know. I'm officiating a wedding. Word, yeah. Fuck them. No. He's my best friend. He nah. No, he's not. I am. <laughs> you can only have one. That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> you just really beat up by that, huh? It's true for me. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your dog ass had to get these pistachios out, didn't you? <laughs> They're so good. I don't know why you fucking buy like. What do I look like? A fucking peasant? Why do I got to peel these things for you? <clears throat> I like the shell, look, That's man. my favorite part. The part you can't fucking eat and you have to work to eat. Exactly. That's stupid. That's asinine. It makes it feel more rewarding. No, it doesn't. Like I'm working out, you know? Like I can afford to eat <laughs> like an entire bag of pistachios. Just have seven times my daily value of protein. Because I'm sweating the calories off yeah, just trying just to open trying them. Trying to get into them. Got to bring a fucking pry bar with you. That's right. Anyways, uh, yeah, who knows what we'll be talking about next week? <coughs> See you in the episode, Chris. Bye. Bye.